0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Speaking of Green. I am your hostess, Beth Bond, curator of sustainable news at Southeast Green. Where we are bringing you all the sustainable, sustainable business news and environmental policy news in the Southeast United States, today we have um, you know for, for my regular listeners, you know that I am solar enthusiast, and so I'm excited to be talking to Vikram Agarwal, who is the founder and CEO of Energy Sage, the online solar marketplace. Save simplifies the process of researching and shopping for solar, making the experience as easy as booking a flight online by introducing price transparency across suppliers and enabling apples-to-apples comparisons for solar systems pre-screened installers and financing options. Energy Sage is demystifying prices and shortening the buyer's information gathering phase. As a result, consumers are empowered to make quicker and more informed purchasing decisions about solar panels that specifically meet their individual needs, while also saving as much as 20% on the cost of their systems. Vikram founded Energy Sage after more than 15 years with a major global financial services leader, specializing in private equity investing and strategy consulting because he recognized that solar panels were not only great for the environment but also low-volatility, low-risk financial product that could enable businesses and homeowners to save on their monthly energy bills as well as generate income over time. Vikram holds a master's degree in business administration and is a CFA charter holder. Welcome, Vikram.
0: Thank you, Beth. I appreciate you having me uh, on your show this morning.
1: Well, and we we've we've done a lot of solar. I, I know I was telling you earlier that I had a uh, 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 nine month uh, stint as a talk solar um, radio host. So I've talked a lot about solar, but we haven't really had anybody. I haven't spoken to anybody who's doing what you're doing. So um, and what you're doing is innovative because you've gotten um, two SunShot awards from the DOE, and so and and have established more than. Uh, Fifty partnerships with corporations and nonprofits. So tell us, tell us how this all works.
0: Sure, sure. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, Energy Sage, as uh, as you mentioned in your introduction, uh, has been called the Expedia or the kayak of solar. We are we are helping bring solar to the masses, and just like Expedia and kayak, our goal is to make it really easy for homeowners and business owners to comparison shop for. Our Turnkey Solar Energy Systems uh, online. Uh, so let me let me give you a quick overview of how the process works, um, how consumers uh, shop on our website. So as you know, most homeowners are who are considering solar are doing it for the first time, and because it is something new to them, they most of us as consumers have a lot of questions. So what we did was one of the things that we have developed is uh, to answer these questions is we have developed some of the most comprehensive and objective set of information for consumers to use. Uh, consumers can get question, uh, answers to some of their key questions like, can I get solar? Uh, how much does solar cost? What kind of financial savings can I achieve? How do I finance solars? Will I be able to afford solar? Um, what are good solar panels, etc.? So there is a lot of information that we have developed uh, for consumers to use to get answers to their basic questions. And what we found was that most consumers were not willing to talk to a salesperson to get these um, answers. Uh, rather, uh, they were looking for something more objective. And because Energy Sage is not affiliated with any one particular solar manufacturer, or uh, financing company, or solar installer, we have the luxury of. Telling the consumers about all the options they have, the pros and cons of these options, and under what circumstances one option may be better than the other, so I would encourage folks to check out um, our informational content uh, they can read articles uh, check out our videos, they can read rating and reviews of solar installers, um, read it, look at case studies uh, from their peers uh, one of the other uh, Uh, interesting tools that we have for uh, uh, homeowners to use is what we call our solar calculator. Uh, It um, very quickly uh, answers one of the big questions that uh, people have is how big of a solar panel system would I need to generate enough power to meet my needs and what the cost and savings would be. So people can use that, uh, identify their roof uh, on a Google map and just tell us what their average electric bill might be on a monthly basis. And based on that, Uh, We can spit out, we can tell you how big a system you will need and for about 40 to 50 million homes in the United States, we are even able to tell how big a solar system will fit uh, on your roof given the size of your roof and how much sun you get. Uh, And then we tell you how much, uh, based on the prices your neighbors are paying, uh, what the cost of solar would be and how much you will save if you buy the system, uh, if you use a loan to finance um, your purchase. Uh, And in the states where leases are available, what will be the economics of the leases? So that's one part of our, one key part of our offering is helping consumers um, understand solar. The second part of the Energy Sage marketplace is for consumers who are now ready uh, and say, okay, I'm ready to consider my options, get me some quotes. So the way that process works is, uh, again, homeowners can create an account on our website. They, um, uh, again, use a sol- Google map to say, this is my house, this is my electric bill. Uh, and if they have any preferences, they can suggest that. They can say, I'm looking for uh, the Mercedes of solar panels or uh, solar equipment, or I'm looking for a loan or a lease, uh, et cetera. They don't have to have any preferences, but they can. We then send out this information to a network of solar contractors that we have pre-screened. Uh, so. The, the pre-screening is very in-depth. These are all high-quality, experienced solar installers with the right qualifications and certifications, and offering good warranties uh, on their on their work. So, typically, what happens is three, four, five of these solar installers submit a quote through our system. Uh, we provide them with templates, so they provide the quote through our system. We standardize these quotes, so we basically. Uh, apply the same um, inputs uh, to calculate to ma- to do the calculations uh, for all the different quotes and present uh, to homeowners these quotes in a uh, apples to apples uh, matrix like format so consumers can very easily and quickly compare the three key aspects of every quote uh, which is the quality of the installer, the quality of the equipment that is being offered, uh, and the cost and savings associated with each of the different financing options uh, on the table. So what this allows is that the consumers can uh, very easily and quickly compare their options. Uh, there is no embellishment by a solar installer. And we have some solar advisors on staff at Energy Sage that consumers can call and ask questions and help um, answer any questions or uh, help evaluate these quotes. So roughly, this is how the process works. And what this allows is con- the installers know that they are... Uh, competing for uh, for your business, and uh, they usually come with sharpened pencils, and consumers get a better deal.
1: And, and this will work for businesses also?
0: It works for businesses also, nonprofits. We work with a number of uh, religious institutions uh, like churches and synagogues and uh, helping them um, install solar uh, and work with a number of different kind of businesses.
1: Great. Great. Um, for my regular listeners know that I'm on Georgia Interface Power and Light um board of directors and that um that my goal was to have solar on every faith based institution in the state of Georgia I know it's a small goals. um so I'll be I'll be excited to share your information with um the the network there so people can start looking into it because it's recently Thank just become much more much more viable for um uh, Nonprofits in Georgia to get solar.
0: Yes, yeah, that would so, be a great idea. Um, we are working with the Massachusetts Interfaith Power and Light.
1: Uh, oh, good. <clears throat> so that is a sister, right? The sister chapter to us in Georgia. And how have you been? Have you how many faith-based institutions have you done?
0: Uh, I think in the last couple of years, we may have helped um, a couple hundred. Uh, businesses and nonprofits.
1: Awesome. Okay, so that's a really great lead into my next question, which is how do you how how do you help your partner organizations um accomplish their goals relative to solar adoption?
0: Sure. Uh so as as you as we just talked about the uh, Georgia Interfaith Power and Light, Energy Sage is uh working with roughly fifty plus uh organizations. As you know, there are a number of organizations that are now actively encouraging either their customers or employees or members or residents uh, to consider solar. Um, so these groups, generally we work with uh, groups uh, that fall into five major categories. It could be large businesses uh, that they, that are promoting solar or encouraging their employees to go solar. Uh, in, in one case, they're even... A uh, company like Staples, uh, they are actually encouraging their customers uh, to consider solar. The second group is nonprofits, and these are all the way from large nonprofits um, to local nonprofits like the Interfaith Power and Light Group. Uh, lo- a number of these nonprofits are again encouraging their members to think about solar. The third group is municipalities; it could be a state organization or uh, cities or towns uh, that are encouraging their residents to uh, to look at solar. The fourth group is utilities. And energy efficiency programs. So a number of utilities are now uh, helping their their customers evaluate solar. Um, and the fifth group is, we call it a catch-all. It could be universities, um, um, chambers of commerce, uh, associations, etc. So our, our 50 partnerships are among these five different groups of organizations. A lot of these organizations, their goal is to be a a resource and a customer advocate uh, for their audience um, and they are very uncomfortable selecting one provider because generally when they recommend one provider uh, their audience ends up paying a uh, higher price. With us uh, their their audience gets a access to an unbiased uh, comprehensive source of information uh, and because the way we help consumers shop for solar uh, they end up paying less uh selecting uh, good equipment uh and um um uh, and financing the uh, their solar purchase with the right right kind of financing tool
1: great um well we will be contacting you offline to discuss that cuz <coughs> um, i think that would be great for because we don't have the technical i mean i think the other thing is 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 we we are firmly committed at uh GIPL. If, to have that solar conversation but we don't necessarily have the technical expertise. So sure. um and, and 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 can't really we can't afford time-wise to handhold you know all the churches as they go through the process. So having exactly. your and site. Exactly. That's
0: where yeah, that's where we can be a great resource. We have the right information and we can uh help. We have a lot of tools and resources on our website and as I mentioned, we also have solar advisors who can guide uh people through their uh through their journey.
1: That's awesome. That is really exciting. Um, so um, the other thing is, is you're also doing education among the the solar community, and you were at SPI last fall. Sorry, Solar Power International. Uh, I, I can get hung up in the, in the acronyms. <laughs> and um, the topic of your uh, speech was emergence of the solar shopper. So tell us tell us a little bit about what you know. You were telling the industry guys. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: what we were. Uh, saying to the industry was that uh, based on our experience now we have been uh, in in the in the business uh, for over 2 years close to 3 years we are now a national provider uh, we are serving about 31 states uh, plus district of columbia uh, and we have a network of over 300 solar installers so we have now a lot of experience tens of thousands of people have used us to um, to shop for solar over the last few years what we are seeing is uh, that it used to be that somebody knocked on uh, consumers doors cold called them or send them flyers and try to sell them solar so solar was very much what we like to call a push market somebody was making the case to say you should buy you should install solar and you should buy it from us uh, what we're seeing is this that consumers are now starting to behave like consumers uh, as consumers we all want to shop around uh, we want to see our options. Uh, we want to do our homework, uh, so we make an informed decision. So consumers are increasingly looking at um, companies that are willing to provide them with transparency uh, and honest information, so they can make an informed decision. So what we are seeing is a couple couple things happening. Number one is more and more more of our consumers are making a decision after they receive three, four, or five quotes. Uh, consumers who just get one quote typically don't feel that they have the right information and they uh, only end up uh, moving forward with a solar installation maybe 5% of the time. Uh, but people who get three, four, five quotes, they feel more comfortable and they, can, they actually end up going solar almost 40% of the time. So it's a big, big difference. So what we were telling the industry is that be more open and transparent and help the consumers uh, comparison shop. Uh, number two, what we are seeing is that these consumers are not necessarily going for the cheapest option. Um, more than three quarters of the of the homeowners ended up selecting better quality panels. They knew that they these are systems that will perform for the next twenty twenty five thirty years so good quality matters, and they ended up selecting uh, better quality equipment um, from installers that were offering good warranties and good service so don't they were not really swayed by the the salesperson's uh, sales pitch but rather actually did their homework and so at the end of the day i think these solar consumers are now becoming shoppers just like they shop for everything else in their life uh, they're starting to do the same with uh, with solar
1: so an educated consumer is a is a consumer who's more likely to purchase
0: exactly exactly and because if if the consumer feels like that they got a pushy Salesperson who had a hard sell, they generally don't like it. Um, it creates skepticism. Uh, as a consumer, and I think you and I are both consumers, and you know that you know when you're being <laughs> sold and pushed, uh, and we don't really like it. And I think that's what's happening in the solar industry, is people, uh, people want um, companies to be more transparent and, and let them make an informed decision.
1: Right. I, absolutely. I mean, I, who doesn't dread going to the car a lot, even if even if they're, you know, armed with, you know, reams and reams of uh, information stored away on their smartphone it's still like, I don't want to deal with it. So, yeah. um, well, that's really great. Now, I want to dig in a little deeper about what you're doing here in the southeast. So, um, I know you're in the Carolinas, Maryland, D.C., um, Florida, and Texas. Yeah, and, and we are developing Florida, Georgia. Yeah, so, um, and I sort of had to laugh, because before we got on air, we were talking about Alabama and Mississippi, and you were saying not much is happening, and I'm like, I'm from Alabama, there is nothing happening, you know. It's like this <laughs> pie-in-the-sky dream, like one day, oh, we may get solar. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, so let's talk, I want to I wanna sort of uh, talk a little bit about Florida, because it's such an interesting marketplace, and politically it's such a negative environment for solar. So. Yeah. Tell us about the people who are buying solar in Florida. Sure. Hello? Oh, no. Hello? Vikram? Something happened, y'all? Vikram? Yeah, you hear me? Little technical glitch, no big deal.
0: Can never trust these phones, huh? Um, I know
1: technology. Ugh.
0: Technology, yeah. Hey, so uh, Florida—it's uh, a sunshine state—and uh, someday um, I think uh, the state policies would be more uh, more pro-solar. But that said, there are still people who are interested in solar, and as you know, a lot of folks spend a lot of money on air conditioning, uh, and. Uh, Solar is generally producing electricity when these folks are using electricity the most, uh, during the afternoons, uh, when the sun is shining bright. So What we're seeing is there is still a lot of interest in solar, even though the payback period is slightly longer than the rest of the country. Uh, In most of the country where solar is really active, we see payback periods uh, of roughly seven years or so, seven, seven and a half years. Uh, that translates into a 15% rate of return every year, which is excellent, uh, as you can imagine. In Florida, the rate of returns uh, are in the 10% range. Uh, basically, uh, consumers will be able to get their money back in 10 years, and then they still have another 15 to 20 years to enjoy free electricity from the solar panel system. So because the um, uh, these solar economics are a little bit tougher, what we see is solar installers are much more efficient and are able to offer consumers uh, lower prices than they do in other parts of the country so i would highly encourage uh, consumers to look into solar in florida
1: well and i actually got my cousin to install solar and he loves it and he just absolutely loves it he you know the the, the fun thing about solar is is all of a sudden there's an app and there's some control panel and, yeah. you know, where you never thought about the energy you consumed or the energy you were generating, you can look at it all on your phone, live time, and, you know, give all kinds of numbers. So that's one of the, sort of the yeah. fun things about solar. Um, I, I love,
0: and he's I, doing that. Yeah, I, I personally love solar because it is one of those things that it's a technology that is so cool. Uh, you put it put these panels on your roof, they are protecting your roof, uh, they're making a house cooler because they are absorbing the sunlight and not letting it hit your house and, and heat it up. Uh, but they're generating electricity quietly. There is no emissions. There is no white or black smoke coming out of these panels. They're not making any noise. Uh, and they're generating a lot of power year after year, year after year. Um, I, I think it's one of the coolest things around. Um, I wish we get rid of some of our uh, smokestack uh, power plants and, and replace them more with solar.
1: Well, I mean, it's certainly happening. I was on a, a DOE call yesterday. Um, they were talking about modernization of the grid um, yeah. and, and accepting more and more solar. And Ron Rush was on, and he was talking about that there would be, I think it's 20 gigawatts online by 2020. So that's that's not yeah. too far off. Um, no. But the other thing, the thing I always tell people about solar is, is I'm like, solar is so sexy. But then you go on a solar <laughs> tour and you climb up on all these industrial roofs and 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 it's just like crickets, right? There's like no noise. There's no ac- you don't there's right yeah. there's it's just like you said, no sound, no action, nothing. So the fun the funny thing about it is 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 that it's so sexy and yet it's it just it just sits there. It literally just sits it, there, right? So there. yeah, pretty funny. I have done. Um, at least four rooftop solar tours. So I have been on rooftops all over um, Atlanta looking at quiet solar. So, um, well, and then let's talk about how you find, like now the financing side in regards to partnering with banks. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about that.
0: Sure. So as you know, uh, most uh, homeowners, for most homeowners, installing solar is like buying a economy car. So, roughly the way the economics are now working is uh, average cost of a residential solar pV system is now in the twenty thousand range uh, and obviously, you still qualify for a thirty percent investment tax credit which brings your cost down into the low teens uh, in terms of um, in terms of your upfront upfront cost. And more and more homeowners are now selecting to uh, finance it with a loan, um, a no-money-down loan, so they can start saving money on their energy bills every month uh, and they don't have to spend any money up front. So banks are realizing this, that uh, solar actually helps improve the financial, uh, financials of a homeowner. So they are, they are, encu- they are increasingly offering loans to help uh, homeowners install solar. Uh, it increases the value of the home. Uh, because you're now putting a income-generating asset on your roof. So what we are finding is that there are over 80 to 90 financial institutions and banks that are now offering solar loans. Uh, and we believe there are maybe another 50 or so uh, banks that we don't know about. So what we are doing is we are now reaching out to these these banks and other financial companies that are offering these loans and creating a creating a database of them uh, that we can now provide to the consumers. Uh, So in the next uh, few weeks, um, in the next couple of weeks, we will be launching our solar loan portal, as we call it, uh, that will essentially help consumers get a list of all the loan providers. They can very quickly scan what are the different terms and uh, uh, loan rates that these uh, different financial institutions are, these lenders are offering uh, and help the consumers uh, make the best decision.
1: Great. Well, I'm I'm just quietly thinking of all the people I'm going to introduce you to. Just so you know, because um, there's lots of um, uh, folks doing lots of really cool things um, down here with solar, and um, I'm a good resource for you. So um, oh, we're almost at, yeah, I'm, we're almost out of time. So I just I want I want you to give your best advice for what businesses and home owners need to know when they're thinking about going solar.
0: Yeah. I think the, the the number one thing is do consider solar. That's the number one thing. Solar is great. It's a proven technology. It's a 60-year-old technology that works very well, and it's a financial product. It actually will help you save money. So I would highly encourage folks to do that. And secondly, always shop around. You have a number of choices when it comes to different kinds of solar installation companies, uh, different equipment that you can buy. You can buy uh, American-made solar panels, or Japanese, or Asian, uh, depending on what you're looking for. Different colors of solar panels, uh, and there are different financing options. So you have plenty of choice. Do your homework. Uh, evaluate your choice in a truly informed fashion. Don't let a sales. I know people like some. Sometimes people make decisions because they like the salesperson, uh, but we would highly encourage folks to actually do their homework. Uh, Energy Sage makes it easy. We will always be a great resource for you. Uh, but And we have a number of articles that if you want to shop on your own without using Energy Sage, we have articles and tips for you on our website uh, that you can use to um, research and shop for solar. So those are my two quick tips. Do consider solar and do your homework, and you'll be very happy with your decision.
1: Great. Hey, thank you so much for your time today. We have so enjoyed having you on as a guest.
0: Thank you, Beth. Really appreciate your time and your listeners. Thank you.
1: Uh-huh. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, so I do love this, right? I mean, I personally am not necessarily uh, uh, a person who goes around and gets all this research, but it makes so much sense to get the research. Um, And and it's amazing to me. I mean, clearly he's got a compelling case. If you only talk to one installer, 5% chance of installing. You get multiple quotes. 40% Forty percent chance installing, so this is really exciting because I think that people just want to know that it's a comfortable decision for them, and there aren't going to be a lot of negative uh uh challenges, and so using energy Sage is a portal that'll allow you to do that so really exciting stuff um. So thank you so much for listening, and um, remember Southeast Green is online 24-7 with all your sustainable business, environmental, policy news. Um, for those who don't know, I started um, Periscoping last fall, and I'm having some technical issues right now, but you can watch um, my episodes from Periscope on Southeast Green um, under the, the title "A Full of Useless Information, Inside Joke. Um, I hope they'll be pretty informative. So y'all have a great... Great week, and we'll talk to you the next time on Speaking of Green. Signing off with Jeff Hickson and the Heretics, Lisa Peach.